Welcome to the 22nd episode of Kiwi and the Bird, Book Nerds in Session. I'm Taylor. I'm Kami. And in this episode, we are going to go into an in-depth discussion about the steamy and out-of-this-world Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. Now, as we discuss everything, and I mean everything, this is your one and only... Spoiler alert! Kami, would you like to give us a spoiler alert sound effect? I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it, but I will definitely try. Gadoosh, gaboosh, gadoosh, gaboosh, gadoosh, gaboosh. And now, on to the show. So the beginning of Ice Planet Barbarians, Georgie's abducted. We learn that she's been abducted with other women. And the craft that they are on crashes on not Hoth. With those progression events. Because that's like the first, what, 25 pages maybe? 25, yeah, 30? Yeah, yeah, Did this opener please you? Satisfy you? Leave you wanting more? It disturbed me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, the story like basically starts off with Georgie waking up on the ship. Yeah. Right? And so she's like talking to the girls and there's just like a lot of fear and stuff. And I'm like, not how I would start an erotica, but you know. The drama of it. The drama. Also, it just kind of made me sad. Abduction? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair. (laughs) And, like, the aliens are, like, weird. And, like, the way they're described were just, like, really gross. I know. The basketball guy. I was like, man, I can't ever watch the NBAs again. (laughs) Not that I was even watching the movie. (laughs) Like, it brought to mind when I watched Men in Black as a kid. And those aliens, like, freaked me out Mm -hmm. and like that it brought that feeling back (laughs) so it resurrected an an age-old childhood trauma (laughs) basically (laughs) you know i did appreciate georgie though i was like you know what i didn't expect an erotica heroine to be you know this i was gonna say active but that sounded like the sexual (laughs) she took charge because it seems like in most erotica's, and I'm kind of guessing this is the first one I've ever read, but that the protagonists tend to be a bit more submissive. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I, I'm not an expertise in this area. So, yeah, it was interesting to see her kind of be the mock leader of her group. Kind of yeah. take charge. Hey, I want to take out Basketball Head. I want to dribble him. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're going to shoot him and take his clothes and his gun. <laughs> I'm like, get her done, you know? Um, actually, I thought the opening scene got a lot of information out there in a good way and such. Um, and I liked the setting, and I liked how we met the girls, and, you know, Liz is like, oh, I should stop saying cows. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a sensitive time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not going to lie, the rape scene kind of threw me off a little bit. That's That was a disturbing part. Yeah, it... Um, if you actually hadn't warned me, I would have had really no idea. It, and I was, I, I was like, okay. Yeah, I just kind of skipped it. Yeah. I was like, oh. Well, it, it, and it, yeah, I was like, okay. So fair warning. Yeah, fair, yeah. So that kind of threw me off because the rest of the story is actually erotically lighthearted, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, there's nothing really... That's ever on that caliber. It's all consensual. Yeah, thank you. That, and so to have that in the beginning, I was like, oh, okay. 
Yeah, it, it, it definitely kind of threw off the trajectory for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's just like, it made me sad. No, it was terrible. Yeah. I was like, wow, this, I'm, I, uh, I mean, well, women have it hard enough on earth with human men, yeah. but to have aliens kind of cart them being like, hey, we need children, like, ugh. Like, we get enough. It doesn't have to be a universal thing. <laughs> can can one part of the galaxy, you know, be decent? Um, but when they crash landed and everyone was kind of injured and starving or cold and da-da-da, I liked how Georgie was like, oh, no, they think I'm the leader. <laughs> <laughs> they want me to go out and find food and find help. I've done this to myself. But she does, because she's committed, and she's like, okay, I will help, if I must. <laughs> if no one else is going to do it, I guess I have to, which I respect. It, it, that would be hard. Oh, yeah. You're you in, know, you're in a new territory, yeah. and everyone's putting all of the responsibility in your hands. You know, you have about, was it, 12 girls' lives in your hands? Um, I think I'd be like, you know what, I'm just going to find a nice little hole, and I'm going to just dig myself in the snow, and... Just chill there. <laughs> but you know what she did? She took charge and she was like, you know what? We got to make the best of the situation. If this was me, I'd calibrate and I'd call up all of my man versus wild knowledge and then I would immediately die. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened to Georgie. Not that she died, but she went out and she kind of instantly got into trouble. <laughs> Basically, I mean, you're on, it's fair. That's fair, yeah. You're on a hostile planet. I mean, you don't know what species are around you. No. No, there's no cute deer, no cute chipmunks. Instead, there's weird little leafy tree creatures and water beans and... Snow. And snow (laughs) and little mini yetis. Little Chewbacca's. (laughs) I mean, she gets trapped in in Vectal's trap, doesn't she? Yeah, and she's upside down. And then she sees Vectal coming at her, and she's like, Star Wars. Which I was like, yeah, <laughs> good reference. <laughs> woo <laughs> But I think, you know, what would you be, what would be your odds on an alien planet of you surviving? Oh, zero. I mean, Taylor, right. There's no way. Taylor, I have to use glasses. <laughs> <laughs> like, Taylor, I would die first. <laughs> lost my glasses dude i'd be dead one i i need corrective lenses two i have a really hard time hearing things sometimes there's just a huge animal trampling behind you you're like what's that i can hear sounds i just can't hear what people are saying so someone was trying to communicate with me and be like what those are the last words she ever said what (laughs) Three, I'm not very fast. (laughs) So so you're basically Bird Box. (laughs) I never watched it, but yeah. (laughs) Like, seriously, like, the only, the only use that I would have in that kind of situation would either be the strategist or the sacrifice. (laughs) You know, I think you should opt for the strategist first. <laughs> the strategist. It's funny, though, because whenever I read uh, stories like this, you know, humans have a longing to survive. I don't get it. <laughs> because if I was trapped on an alien planet, if I was abducted 
I would just, I wouldn't have the will to live. <laughs> I, I just, the odds are against me. <laughs> Why try? <laughs> no, literally, if I was in your situation, I'd be like, I ain't dealing with this. It's, I, I have a drive in some things, but when it comes to just living, <laughs> living in apocalyptic or outer space situations. Yeah, I'm out. No. I'm out. I, I'm, no. No. I'm going to pass. No, thank you. <laughs> Georgie brings back Vectal. She's like, no, there's actually people here who can help us. Who can say I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> Just leave me here. <laughs> I'm opting out. And, you know, this book is, what, 182 pages? Is that what we figured out? <laughs> and so I don't expect it to, you know, kind of go through the harshness a survival, one eighty nine seven. Oh, one seventy nine pages, um, and I actually didn't mind that I didn't, because I didn't think it needed to be that, needed to be that. But in a sense, we did kind of get a little guidebook on how to survive here. You did. You did. You gotta squirt the little berry juice in the water. You gotta avoid crevasses. You gotta hide in caves. You gotta hide in caves. Ooh, could you use a torch? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd maybe stay for that part, and then I'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> just, like, hold up a giant stick. You know, you know, a torch is essentially just, like, a giant candle. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no, also it, true. It's a giant match. <laughs> I'd be like, where do I light this? Who needs a candle light? <laughs> like... I mean, that's really all it is, but, like, it's just, like, the fact that you're in a cave, right? And you have, like, this... <laughs> the aesthetic. <laughs> like, where else are you going to use a torch? But out of all the girls besides Georgie, who was your favorite? Liz annoyed me. Oh! <laughs> the cow talk? <laughs> no, it was, mostly, it was mostly just the, yeah, I'd suck his dick for a hamburger. I'm like, <laughs> seriously, I'm like, girl... I, like, I, I respect that you're comfortable with your sexuality. Yeah. But this is not the situation. <laughs> there are other options. The girl, what's, oh, freak, what's her name? The girl with the chip in her ear? Oh, um, Kira. I Probably was, Kira. Probably. Kira was your favorite? Probs. You know, she was just like, hey, like, guys, we, we gotta do stuff. <laughs> but also, she's like, we gotta do stuff, but I think we're gonna die. <laughs> She was the most realistic in my head. Yeah. Was she a little bit of a negative Nelly? No, she was a realistic Nelly. Yeah, exactly. You know what? When you're a pessimist, you're either right or you're surprised. <laughs> and you're rarely surprised. <laughs> Who's yours? My favorite? Hmm. I'd, I'd probably say Kira, too. I think Liz was a little bit more lighthearted, but Kira was like, you know what? I share your mentality. I'm done. I'm over it. <laughs> Just not going to do it. <laughs> the struggle is real, and I haven't even tried to deal with the struggle, so. <laughs> We're just going to avoid it completely, like everything else in my life. Oh, but like right after... She gets captured by Bechtel. She kind of, like, passes out. Mm-hmm. Right? And he takes her to a cave. Yes. And he's like, Bechtel's like, 
What are they called? The, his people? The sock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sock have this thing where they have to like resonate. Well, yes, but they have, they think it's like kind of like magical, you know? Oh, yeah. Like having the organism inside them that keeps them alive on the hostile planet because of the atmosphere. And so that little thing is like, ooh, I'm going to resonate with this little hairless (laughs) human person. Ding dong, Georgie's your mate. (laughs) And I mean, Bechtel, you know, you can't really blame him because it's in his culture, you know? It's normal for him. It's normal for him. He's been expecting this. Yes. So when he sees her, the first thought. Well, first he's like, "What is this thing?" Oh yeah. Okay. That's 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 fair. Yeah. He's like, "I don't know if I'm grossed out or if it's kind of pretty," which I think is what most people say to me. <laughs> not true. But that was that's not true. <laughs> this is a... But then he's like, but then the thing starts like vibrating. Yeah. That was better. <laughs> and I don't even, like, want to say it. Well, doesn't he undress Georgie first? Yes. Kind of analytically, not, like, sexually. But then it kind of turns sexual. It absolutely turns sexual. Because he, he finds her, he brings her back, he undresses her. He's like, okay, there's some things here that I've never seen before. <laughs> Let's do, <laughs> you know, some inspection of the nether regions. Was it an inspection? Well, that's a safe word for it. <laughs> I just... That's, let's do an analysis of this. She just... I don't, the thing is, Georgie wakes up to yes. him in her nether... Her, it, with his head in her nethers. Yes, let's say he is feasting. <laughs> he is dining tonight. <laughs> I didn't want to say eating. I was really try- I was trying so hard to avoid that word. Um, but she wakes up and then she's just like enjoying it. Well, she's like, I don't know this guy. He's clearly an alien and, you know, not expecting this, but I'm going to welcome it. Basically, I'm just, I'm not going to stop it yet. (laughs) I just, why? She respects the, the, um, what's it called? The customs? Of dinner time. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She knows that any good meal must be finished. (laughs) And then when things finish down there, then Georgie's like, okay, now I have to address this problem. Because there's now a distraction. The distraction being a particular delicacy that is his tongue. And his, yeah. (laughs) The connection. (laughs) I just, I mean, my first thought wouldn't be, oh, this is a nice distraction. My first thought would be, oh, I don't want to anger him just in case he's hostile. You know? That would be your first reaction? Yes. So you'd let him continue? No. You'd let him dine. (laughs) I'd just be like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Is this torture? (laughs) I, I just, I'm just questioning. Well, I feel like. Here, here are your options. Play dead. <laughs> Enjoy it. Fight off. Or, or all of the above, maybe. See, I would, pro- I would probably try to fight him off. Yeah, I think, I think that'd be my go-to. 
Like, if I die, I mean, like, I'm on a hostile planet anyway, so it's bound to happen. I already don't have the will to live, and <laughs> and I'm not down to get down in the moment. I'm not in the mood, one could say. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I'm not in the mood right now. <laughs> you know what? It's just not that time. <laughs> At least find me dinner first. <laughs> it's just, I just, but it's an erotica. It's an erotica. The... I think the reaction isn't supposed to be realistic. Any, I think a woman in this situation would likely fight him off. Yeah. And say, hey, oh, this is my space. This is my <laughs> space. This is your dance space. <laughs> um, but it is an erotica. So, you know, I was like, I, I get why Georgie wants it to play out. <laughs> like, I just, I don't think I have the mentality or the sexuality for an erotica for an erotica you don't like when books talk dirty to you no <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think for a majority of this book I was like it's not I I didn't go into this book really thinking to read it as a realistic situation yeah and so because of that I was like yeah Vecto's going down on Georgie and they just met Okay. <laughs> you know, like, so I, I wasn't going to, you know, it is what it is. It's an erotica. So I think I tried to do that, but in, in my head, I was just like, I just, I can't get away from myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always here. <laughs> like, I just had to. I had to question it. <laughs> and then after that, Georgie and Vectal kind of develop somewhat of a, you know, I, I, I don't know how to call it a friendship. Or not, because on in Georgie's mind, she's like, oh, okay, great, a native. He can help me. And then in Vectel's mind, he's like, I am going to be with this girl for the rest of my life. She's going to have my kids. We're going to live happy ever after. And so I'm just going to call it a relationship. So after this, they kind of form a relationship. Georgie wants Vectel's help to get help for the girls who have been abducted. And Vectel really just wants to do Georgie. <laughs> He really, you know, in a respectful way. Though. In a respectful way. He was sweet about it. He's like, would you want to? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like, it's natural for him. Yeah. Uh, again, he's expecting this. He doesn't understand why she's not resonating for him like he is resonating for her. But he doesn't force it. He's not going, oh, you're my big, and you had to, you know, he's not doing that. And, I mean, they're already pretty intimate as it is. I mean, their greeting was quite personal. Yeah. But, also, it's just, like, he was really sweet. He was really sweet. Like, he was just trying his hardest to make her live. <laughs> Actually, my favorite part about Vectal <laughs> is that he's trying to gauge how much Georgie knows and how much she doesn't. So, he's like, I'm going to do a little test. I'm going to go down, I'm going to take her with me, and we're going to go down, we're going to get some water from this pond, and I'm going to let her get the water first, I'm just going to see if she's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and Georgie, I mean, of course, annoyingly, goes to get the water, and then that huge beast jumps out, and Vectal's like, okay, <laughs> so this is going to be difficult, <laughs> so... This bitch doesn't know anything. <laughs> I'm going to have to do some real babysitting here. <laughs> But he shows her how to do things, and it's not like it's in a condescending way, even though he was kind of testing her. He's just like, fear not. 
I have a berry. <laughs> <laughs> and the berry will make the beast go away, and it does. Yeah. And then he's like, let us wash ourselves. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Georgie was the one that was like, Oh, that looks really warm. You know what would be nice right now? <laughs> a bath. Getting naked. You know what? I kinda I kinda I kinda care her though. Just because she's kinda covered in literal shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a traumatic few days. She's in a yeah. She hasn't showered in probably like a week and a half. Yeah, I mean, in this situation, is it something that needs to take a priority? No. no. But I get it. I get it. Like there there can be something kind of strengthening about Feeling like you can kind of wash off the last few days and kind of start anew. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Did he have to get in with her? <laughs> <laughs> Did it have to turn into sexy shower time? Don't know about that. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I have to say I'm honestly surprised that nothing Occurred. incredibly intimate happened. <laughs> like I'm basically just surprised the sex didn't just happen right there. That's true. But she was basically like. Okay, I will initiate a little bit here. I will grab his dingling. I thought she just kissed him. She kissed him, and I think she grabbed him and was like, take me up the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a really weird Uber exchange. (laughs) Um, So I think she does both. Oh, okay. I, yeah. And Vectal's like, what is this kiss? I like it. Another! <laughs> oh. But, I mean, it's also just difficult just because there's a, you know, there's a language barrier. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just trying their hardest to communicate with each other. And, you know, he's trying to feed her. She doesn't want to be fed. Whoa, she eats what he, he gives her. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> <And it> Spicy! <laughs> 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 Which would kind of probably be me. But I was like jalapeno, so like maybe not. <laughs> I, I I can't eat. Ever since I mistook a bowl of guacamole for wasabi, Ooh. I can't eat spicy stuff. <laughs> I damaged myself so young. She's just trying so hard. And he like gives her meat, but it's like raw. She's like, uh-uh. She's and like, so, gross. So he has a fright and he's like, I don't know why she's making me burn the food. He He already is kind of a simp though. She's like, I don't like that food. Burn it. He's like, okay. <laughs> oh, he was a sin from the very beginning. But it's in a sweet. He's just like he's a he's a he's a simp soft boy. Simp soft boy. Yeah, that's gonna be our new uh, archetype. Simp soft boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually really liked the language barrier, like how we the reader could tell what Georgie was saying, even though it was kind of like some of the words were missing. Some, I thought that was funny, and I thought that was fun too because. And smart because you could keep track of the conversation. You knew what she was saying in reaction to what he was saying. But then it also still kept the fact that there was a language barrier alive. So I thought that was good. I was like, that's funny. I like it. And it makes sense. It just hit every point. It hit every spot. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) So after the pond... Mm -hmm. Shower time. Yeah. Some persuasion to go up the mountain. Yep. Vecto says, Georgie, we have to stop here because it's too cold. You will die. You will die. You're, You're kind weak. of weak. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of the most vulnerable thing I've ever met in my entire life. But Georgie's like, no, 
I have to go save. I, I said that in a snotty way. She's actually being nice. She's like, I have to go <laughs> save the girls I came here with. And then she falls into the crevasse with the Mechtels. Yeah. The little malty poos of snow planets. Yeah, I just, those are always just like really weird in my head because I don't know where I got this image from, <laughs> but there's just this image of like hairy, human-esque people. Um. But like walking like on all fours, but having really long limbs and like having these eyes that just stare at you. No, I'm kind of terrified. <laughs> right? Which seriously, like I don't know, I don't know how, but I got that weird image in my head. So it's kind of like, ooh, that's kind of like real scary. <laughs> Every time I think of the Mechtels, I think of a meme, and I think the thing in the meme is a puppet, and it's like this little white yeti puppet with yellow eyes and kind of like honey teeth, like in a. Oh, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. And so I think of the Mechtels like that. Oh, I just thought, I don't know why. I didn't think of them as white. I thought of them like humanoid. Oh. Maybe I misread something, though. No, I probably did. I don't know. I see, like, like I said, I don't know where that image came from, <laughs> but it was there. Though I will say, I mean, throughout like the, the her finding Bechtel and everything, you know, she has to survive herself in order to save the others. Yeah. But I always appreciated that even though like it is an erotica and like the main focus is... The eroticness. Ha- yes. I did appreciate that Georgie always had in the back of my mind, like, oh, I have to go. I have to save the girls. Yeah. It's like, because usually I feel like in these kinds of stories, if the protagonist is in a precarious situation, they just forget about it. Yeah, they kind of get swept away into things. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate that she, like, kept, like, she had that thought in her head. Yeah, it was, did she get distracted? Yeah. But it was a drive for her. And she completed her goal. Yeah. She, she, she got Bechdel to agree to go up the mountain. And did she fall into a pit of mechtels on the way? Maybe. It's kind of like a furry ball pit of terror. <laughs> Bechtel kind of had to go save her. <laughs> I was like, well, she, so I, if I remember correctly, she fell down into the pit of mechtels and she was kind of like, you know what, maybe if I'm like, hey, little buddy, you don't hurt me. And the, the Bechtel's like, what? It's like, no. <laughs> and then it's really cute because Bechtel's like, sure she and he goes down and he saves her <laughs> you know he's just he's a lot he's wholesome he is wholesome and in a sexual way <laughs> <laughs> he will get down and dirty with your emotions so <laughs> <laughs> basically he's just like you know she's kind of like freaked out after he saves her Understandably. Yeah. Getting attacked by foreign creatures that you tried to kind of domesticate like a dog. It's alarming. (laughs) (laughs) That would be me, though. I try to do, like, the Chris Pratt Jurassic World. You know how he's like, blue? Blue. I've never... I haven't actually seen it. Oh. I just think of the one scene in the third Harry Potter where he's with the hippogriff. That would also work. Yeah. Kind of the same idea. That would be me (laughs) with the mechtels. I'd be like, everyone chill! Chill! Good doggies. And this is my you. hand that's <laughs> going to pet you. I want a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe after that scene, that's when they, Bechtel and Georgie, have sex. Do they? Is it? I lost my paycheck. Because they're just kind of, they're kind of like trying to talk and like her hands are still under my clothes. Oh, so she's cold. <laughs> um... You know, it's a, I will say, it's 
say, this is a pretty good setting for that. You know? Like, for... Sex. <laughs> a cave? I mean, I, I personally don't understand it. Like, I don't see what's wrong with the bed. But, like, <laughs> having to, like, be near someone to keep warm, mm. you know? There's kind of something secret and intimate about a cave. And apparently people just want to be ravaged in one. Oh. <laughs> like, I remember I was watching this show. I think it was, um, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. She's like, yeah, I just, want to, I just want to go crazy and just have him ravage me in the next cave. And I was like, you live in New York. Where's the next cave? <laughs> also, why <laughs> cave? I also just remember in Fallen... Like, the Angel series for the girl, like, they were in a cave and, like, they had, like, something really intimate. And I was like, what? In a cave? There's something about a cave. And, like, the whole, like, thing in Mortal Instruments with Jace and Clary when they were in a cave. It wasn't a cave. It's, like, a thing. I think with caves, it's because you're alone. In a secluded area. And, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's dark. Where are you? Come closer. A kiss? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If I have to. Okay, so here it is. Here it is. Here's the line. After they get attacked by mech dolls, they go up into the cave. Da da da. You know, things are getting a little spicy. Georgie says, I guess I don't need to ask about birth control, do I? I say to him and put a hand on his shoulder. I'm not on the pill, not that it matters now. And I'm pretty sure that since we're different species, you can't get me pregnant. Girl, 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 girl. False. If he has a dick, he can get you pregnant. Yeah. Like I said, if you can have sex with it, it can get you pregnant. Yeah. If I was in space, which I don't see myself in the future <laughs> doing <laughs> being there, um, I would be a million kajillion times more wary of even thinking of even possibly doing the sex. <laughs> I mean, that could just be because we grew up in a very conservative community where they only teach you abstinence. That's And the word condom was forbidden in health class. But I feel like that's just common sense, Common sense. You don't know what's going on. No. You don't know what's in, what could come out. You don't know what could go in. Ooh. It's a little haunted house of spooky whores. And the spooky horrors of reality, because guess what? You're pregnant. <laughs> I mean, there's also just lines like this where it's like, Georgie's in control, but I cannot take much more of this gentle exploration. <laughs> if she touches me again, I'm going to throw her down on the furs and fuck her until she screams with pleasure. Oh! That's how you know it's an <laughs> The first sex scene, of all the, the first time they have sex, which is in this cave, it's quite gentle. So, yeah. It is like, I'm new to you, you're new to me. Mm-hmm. Let's get to know each other, but not with a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> with our hands, but our hands are not shaking. Like how, I just don't understand how, one, there's the whole, like, you could get pregnant in STDs thing. But also, how is she attracted to him? Because, like... His feet? (laughs) (laughs) Out of all things, his feet? (laughs) I mean, the way that they were described, they were kind of described kind of like, like, I don't remember quite how, but in my head, they were kind of like feet paws, (laughs) three toes, and I don't know 
know about other people, but like that would throw me off so much. Just like you, like I'm sorry, dude, but like your feet. <laughs> You're a great person, but your feet. Like I can deal with almost any other human. Like as long as you have like somewhat normal looking feet. Like even if you're missing a couple toes just because of like things, that's fine. (laughs) A blue human-esque paw three-toed foot. (laughs) Like I can't do it. I couldn't. So if I remember correctly, because at one point I believe Georgie looks at Bechdel's shoes and that's when she kind of notices the irregularities compared to her own feet. And I think she said that the heel was protruded or something, like elongated. Maybe like it kind of jutted back out or something. And that there were the three toes. So that's kind of a thick toe. That's like dinosaur feet. He's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I mean, that, he has a tail. Oh, I forgot he has a tail. <laughs> like how you just like every time there's a tail tail you always just are like nope no you don't <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of tails <laughs> it's not for me I'm not gonna lie I mean he has the tail and I mean the horns you know wouldn't really throw me off surprisingly enough <laughs> out of everything <laughs> the, the, the full blue eyes a little spider-esque but you know not, not terrible we could deal with, deal with that <laughs> but the, the feet and the tail man the feet <laughs> I just I wouldn't be able to do it. And from the description of his penis, (laughs) I mean, from what I gathered, it had this, like, little thing that kind of, like, stuck out on the top. Like the spur, I think it was called. Yeah. I'd just be like, is that a cyst? (laughs) The the spur to me was like, E.T., phone home. (laughs) (laughs) But overall, I actually did, like, um... The alien design, like the character design. I thought it was cool, like the suede feeling of his skin. And I thought that the ridges were a really cool idea. Like visually, I think in a movie that would look cool. You know, I have those patterns uh, and the horns and blue eyes and such. The tail, you know, I'm not a tail person. Avatar must have really freaked you out. I didn't know what was happening. When When the tail thing happened, I was like, okay... My mom didn't let me watch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, overall, I did like the design. I liked the aesthetic. I liked the, I liked the idea of a Vectal, Vectal looking like Vectal set across the snow. You know, penis aside, because we haven't discussed penis. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I thought the aesthetic was cool. I thought, overall, the look of it, I liked the look of it. I like that he was different enough that you could see that he was alien, mm-hmm. but he was humanoid enough that he could have sex with her. <laughs> well, it, was, it wasn't weird. Like, I, I could get it. Wait, doesn't he have... Fangs? He has fangs, but he has three toes, you know, with his feet thing. But also, doesn't he only have, like, four fingers? I can deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I can deal with that. Does he have a thumb? Oh, is a thumb remember. one of those fingers? Well, I mean, how, how are you going to do things? <laughs> well, you can pick stuff up without a thumb. <laughs> Not easily. Opposable thumbs are, are important, man. That's why bats are, like, cool. <laughs> but also, like, if, if, if 
I also had this question mm. in Twilight, just with the fangs, you know? Oh, okay. Like, if a guy's, like, kissing your neck or something, or, like, he's kissing, like, like you have access to the teeth, right? Yes. Like, doesn't it hurt when it, like, pokes you? <laughs> well, my question is, yeah, I guess it just doesn't hurt in general, because sometimes, you know, in this story and other stories, when, like, the guy has fangs, he'll, like, bite down on the girl's neck. I'm like, that would hurt! Or, like, on her nipple. <laughs> it's sensitive! Like, I barely like, like, having, like, weird bronze against them. <laughs> because then it hurt. Then you throw a fang in there? Not down. No, I don't want to bleed. I bleed enough as it is. <laughs> but also, with Vectal, with just his people in general, the sock, I thought it was interesting history that we got on them on that species about how originally they were kind of party people on a pleasure ship of course that crashed and then they kind of had to inhabit this planet and learn how to survive and i thought it was interesting because the spaceship itself of course that they arrived in was super high tech a spaceship (laughs) (laughs) and yet the evolution of this people they're quite medieval in the way that they function. I don't know if medieval is the right Primitive? Word. Yeah, primitive. Thank you. In that, you know, they don't, they didn't further the technology that they arrived to this planet with. You know, they hunt with knives and spears. They wear fur clothing. You know, like, it's not advanced. So it's interesting that they kind of came from an advanced place, an advanced sense of technology, and yet they devolved out of that. I think it's because of their environment. Like, where were they going to find things to make technology with in an ice-ridden world. I don't know. I feel like you could do a with two rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Just like bang them together. <laughs> Angry birds! <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting though because like you were, we were such in a primitive world and then we come, come to a spaceship and it's like, oh yeah, I can do all of these things. And the spaceship's like, hello, I am Google Translate. <laughs> what can I do for you? <laughs> I thought it was cool. It's just like, oh yeah, you want to learn a language? I'm just going to shoot with a laser real quick. <laughs> I like how Victor's like, whoa! <laughs> hey! And then the, the, the computer's like, do you want me to do this to you? And Victor's like, no! <laughs> I don't like it! <laughs> but yeah, I just found the history interesting um, regarding that, regarding the origin of the species. And again, not something that needed to be included in the story. No. But it was, and I was, I was intrigued. Like, oh, it's not like we didn't need it, but you know, you gave it to us. You gave it to us, and I appreciated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, after Georgie and Vectal first do it officially, I think that's when they go up the mountain and Vectal meets the other girls who have, who have survived. Well, first, don't they? Well, first they see Dominique dead in the mountains. Yeah, Dominique is dead. Which you know, you know, poor Dominique. You know, she just really went through it, and she did not deserve it. She did not. And the rest of the girls are like, so Georgie, we noticed you brought a little blue bachelor into our room, (laughs) and that it looks like you've already kind of gotten funky with him. And Georgie's like, you know what? I'm not gonna deny, or I'm not gonna say anything. (laughs) And by not saying anything, I'm gonna say everything. I like how, you know, they're just, like, in this box, this metal box, 
in a freezing world. And yet they still have a sense of humor to be like, oh, hey. <laughs> you, get down, you get down with that blue punk over there? Well, and they're so, the girls are so accepting of Georgie's relationship with Vectal. Oh, they just... don't even question it. They're like, oh, this, this is a new alien we've never seen and she's done it with him. Okay, that's so cute. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. Where can I get one? I totally ship it. <laughs> and it's also night. Well, uh, Vectal kind of figures out that Kira, because of the translator, can hear, can tell what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And so the communication is able to be made a little bit better. Um, and I don't know where I was going with that, but I was throwing it out there. Well, I think it's funny because he's just so, he's so blunt about things. He's like... Oh, yeah, she's my mate. <laughs> like, that's a thing. We're just going to be together. Forever. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> and then Kira's just like, what is happening? Georgie? <laughs> like, Kira's just me. And I'm like, what's happening? Why are you doing this? There's a lot of things going on right now. Is this necessary? <laughs> oh, and that's when it's like she first, like, once the translation is like, Georgie first discovers about, like, the Curie. Mm-hmm. I think the... it's pronounced Kui on page 101. Kui, yes. The Kui in the chest. The Kui. <laughs> <laughs> the Kui. Um, and so then she's like, oh, that's why you're always checking my chest. <laughs> no other reason. <laughs> Not sexually, but kind of. <laughs> but it's also, like, it's just... I don't know. I was just thought it was cute. He's like, oh, I'm vibrating. Is she? <laughs> oh, it is cute. Well, also, it's kind of sad because every time he feels that she doesn't have a queen, he kind of panics and he's like, is she okay? Is she going to die? What's wrong? She needs to have this or she's not going to live. And it's really sweet. And, you know, like, he knows that she needs one of those little yeah. organisms to survive. But, you know, he's, like, he's trying his best to, like, appease her and also try to get her to live. Because she, Georgie wants it to be a choice for her and for the other girls whether or not they all receive the Kui. And thus kind of commit themselves to staying on this planet. Which is a big decision. Yeah. You know, not Hoth isn't the greatest destination spot. Would not recommend it for all times of the year. No. But Vectal wants her to stay so bad. And he's, like... You know, you want to go home? You don't, you want to go to your home in the stars? <laughs> you want to leave me? Mm. Well, yeah, well, so wait, so they get the girls, and then they're yeah. like, well, we can't all bring you back. Yes. And so then they kind of go off, and they find a spaceship she can translate now. She can speak their language now. Wait. Right? Wait, 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 wait. I thought... So they find the spaceship on their way back to his tribe, because he's trying to get more people. But they kind of stumble across it because they need a place to hide. To sleep. To... And that's like the big cave of his people. Oh, uh, okay. So they... Vectal meets the girls. Then they leave the girls. And on way to his village, they mm. get trapped in the spaceship. They don't get cave. trapped because that's like one of the caves that his people know. Oh, right? yeah, so they yeah. go there and then Georgie's like, wait, this is a spaceship. Well, first she's like, let's, you know, canoodle a bit. And yeah. then, oh, yeah. this is a spaceship. <laughs> this, that's the second time. Yes. Which I think it's kind of cute that Georgie recognizes that the cave is a spaceship. 
But uh, in Vectol's mind, he's just like, this is just a sacred place for my people. This is where we came from. We came from this cave. And she's like, well, it, it's not a cave. It's a spaceship. He's like, no, it's a cave. <laughs> no, you're wrong. <laughs> These are my origins, bitch. <laughs> you presume to know my history. <laughs> And that's when... Oh, yep, 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 yep. There's the sex. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Georgie activates the ship's computer. She gets a little Google translation laser in her face. Bechtel's like, what's happening? <laughs> Bechtel's like, shit! The escape is shooting lasers. <laughs> Bechtel's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> He's like, Georgie's down. She's been hit. <laughs> Reinforcements. <laughs> she was right about the cave. It's his mission. <laughs> she knows more about my origins. <laughs> she was right. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I I mean, that would be really surprising. <laughs> if the cave that you always thought was kind of an ancestral cave just started shooting light. Well, first it starts talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> first it starts talking to you. Your mate, who you can't talk to, can also talk to it. You know, they're just like chatting. <laughs> In fact, I was like, hey, this is my ancestral cave. <laughs> Not yours. <laughs> and then you just start shooting her. <laughs> it just shoots a laser. Oh. And then he's all like, oh. <laughs> and then he's like, oh. It's kind of like a cat kitty pin with like a little laser on the ground. It's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. He's being hit with a lot. Yeah. And, you know, he takes it pretty gracefully. He doesn't really <laughs> say, hey, that was kind of alarming. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, are you okay? <laughs> Actually, though, I did like um, when Dor- Dor- Georgie, what, sorry, when Georgie does get the little Google translator, um, that not all of her words translate through. Oh, yeah, like computer. Language. Yeah. I thought that was just a good little world building theme, like even with a perfect, perfect technology can't account for everything. Like languages have different words, different meanings, not every word we say exists somewhere else. So I thought I was like... Yeah, she th- Ruby doesn't really put thought into this. Yeah! Like, she really put thought in, like, oh, this is how the world is gonna work, this is how they survive, like, we're gonna add this, you know, for, like, plot driving purposes. Mm-hmm. Like, for an erotica, like, I'm pretty sure we said this in the recommendation, but we're gonna say it again. For an erotica, <laughs> there is a, it, there's a pretty decent plot. Yeah! And it's driven. it's driven. It doesn't lag, you know? Yeah. I mean, I may question things, but that's just because I'm me. You know, yeah. I, 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 and I feel like the pregnancy thing was fair to question. I, I mean, how else are you supposed to have sex in space, though? I guess you can't. Are there like space If, you, if you're going to question an alien's dick, <laughs> then, like, what's the point? If you're okay with putting an alien dick in you, you do your thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Oh, sorry. So 
So basically after that, you know, Vexel can see that she's becoming weaker. Yes. Because she doesn't have the little vibrating thing. The little queen. Queen? Queen. 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 But then, like, she realizes the spaceship. She's like, oh, we could go back. Yeah. The spaceship provides an opportunity to return home. Mm-hmm. If they can figure out how to use it. And that's where Georgie kind of gets the dilemma of, do I stay with Vectal or do I go home? Which, you know, Georgie doesn't really give much thought to her family. I think she thought of him, like, briefly for one second. Like, oh, I miss my family. But that's kind of it. And I'm like, this is kind of a big decision. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I, there's a lot to miss with Earth. You know, I will, TV, I'll defend Earth. Electricity. <laughs> indoor plumbing. Your loved ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drive through windows. Oh, yeah, those are nice. Little pumpkins on your porch in fall. The aesthetic. Submarines. <laughs> light switches that have little notches like that so you can put it in the middle you know there's just a lot to love fruit loops fruit loops yeah you don't get fruit loops in in not hoff i mean sure you get apparently great sex like yeah is yeah how how much does good dick affect things apparently a lot (laughs) because she essentially stayed for the dick and i guess vectal and I, I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> but basically, like, after the, the spaceship, um, they kind of meet Vectal's, they kind of... Community. Yeah, they, they they finally reach his little community. I Do they refer to it as a village? I can't remember. Okay. Village can... It's the it's, same. It's the same People thing. live in one spot. But then she kind of realizes, like, oh, like... He's a leader. Like, oh, authority figure. So not only is he a simp, but he's a daddy. <laughs> and she kind of, like, sees... I like that there were differences with, like, the other... The other socks. Like, with their horns mm-hmm. and... I like how she noticed that Bechtel's, like, the biggest of them all. She's like, oh, he's also the most attractive. Oh, I got the good one. <laughs> but it's also, like, just, like, the description of, like, where they live with, like, all, like... It's like mini caves and stuff, like a mm-hmm. really big cave. Kind of like a network of cavernous. Oh my gosh, it's like a hive. I guess it is kind of like a hive. That's gross. Rock hive. Hives freak me out, man. Like all the like little divots. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then we also meet a female sock who used to be involved with Vectal. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, competition. Except she's Pargo and Mary. <laughs> so that would be an affair, which is bad. I know she just kind of like takes care of Georgie and Vecto's room. And I don't, she kind of like explains a little bit more about the culture, I think. I think she also explains a little bit more like the relationship with the Kui. Oh, um, yeah. About how it works and uh, kind of how... Like, in their culture, they give it to their children, like, oh, four days yeah. after they're born. So, kind of more details on that. And how the child will die if it doesn't mm-hmm. accept it. And so, I I think that's, like, when Georgie realizes, like, oh, like, if I stay any longer here, I'm gonna die. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need to take a step in one direction. I'm gonna either need to go home or I'm gonna need to accept the queen. 
And it's a, it's a tough decision. I mean, good dick is good dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then after that, you know, Vectal, like, well, I mean, before that, he, like, kind of, like, tells his people, like, there are there are other human women like like her. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I think it's really funny because when you introduce them to his people, they're like, "What's that weird thing by you?" Like, Ew. Well, I guess so if you saw a human and you were an alien, you'd be like, "Ugh, naked mole rat." You know, got <laughs> a ugly. <laughs> I like how Bechtel's like, she's cute in her own way. <laughs> hey, she may be ugly to you, and I maybe thought the same thing at first. But now, she's hot. <laughs> um, but basically, he's like, there, she, there are 12 others of her, mm-hmm. right? And, like, they're in need of females because apparently a lot of alien races just don't have a lot of yeah, females. Yeah, that is always a series. conflict. Um, and so they're like, let's, let's, like, we'll go and save them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Georgie's, like, kind of thinking, like, I mean, like, what if they don't want to? <laughs> yeah. Like, what if? They don't want to marry a boy. Yeah, because the males are kind of presuming, like, oh, because Vectal mated with Georgie, we could find these other women and essentially mate with them, and we'd be compatible. And resonate. And resonate. And Georgie's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you to presume <laughs> that you can just mate with someone? You have to have their permission. And Vectal's like, don't worry, they'll get permission. Uh, I doubt it though <laughs> like the re- the resonating doesn't really offer much of a choice i mean what happened with when vectal went georgie yeah i mean exactly and when they're in the village the male aliens kind of surround vectal and they're like so give us the lowdown <laughs> <laughs> how do things work and Vectal's like, I don't want to give you guys details, but I get why you're curious. And so he gives them, like, a little bit of information. And they're like, oh! Ew! That? There? <laughs> oh! So basically our reaction to regular sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that conversation was a little bit funny. I mean, good information relating. You know, again, differentiating between the species, but also how Vectal's like, uh, I don't want to say this, but <laughs> that's what's going on. And everyone's like, oh, blasphemy. <laughs> I just think how Bechtel's just like, just from the first moment, especially with the letter, I think his name was like Rahosh or something. Yeah. like I always said Rahush. Oh. But Rahosh <laughs> sounds a lot cooler. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Rahush like, sounds <laughs> like the sound a wave makes. Rahush. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like how, like, when you first meet him, like, Vector just sighs, you know? He's just like, ah. I just, like, I like that side, because, you know, we've only really seen, like, his, like, protective side, mm. his, like, his sexy side, his, <laughs> like... His dick. <laughs> yeah. And then we just kind of, like, see him with, like, his people, he's just like, ugh, rouge. <laughs> he's like, I'd totally rather be in a cave right now, Georgie. Um... But yeah, so basically she has all this thing. She learns about the Kui. And then he, she goes with Vectal and the other guys of his tribe to go and save the other girls. Mm-hmm. And then they do. And then Georgie has to kind of like explain like, hey. Here's our choice this year. <laughs> Limited. <laughs> like, so we either try to figure out how to, to, to work the spaceship in a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. Or we die. 
or we can get this little organism thing that might kill us but might not and might let us survive here. <laughs> and it's gross and it's a worm, but maybe it's worth it. Yeah. And in Georgie's case, it is because at this point she's suspecting that she's pregnant with Vectal's child. I will say, though, I feel like Georgie maybe needed to have more of a reaction about... Because in the story, it's confirmed she's pregnant. Or at least it's highly... Implied. Yeah. And I felt like she needed to have more reaction to that. Whether it was, you know, anger that it happened. But a little more. (laughs) (laughs) Just because, I mean, like... Or, like, like, exasperation. I like how Bechdel's like, well... Like, I'm able to, to to this with you. Like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't resonate with you if you weren't a fertile female mm-hmm. who I could have a child with. He's like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, this could not happen. <laughs> it's like, this. that's the whole reason. Like, the, this organism was like, hey, like, you can have a child with this person. But she's like, oh my gosh, I never thought of that. I'm like, well, you could have, but you didn't. And then she, she, like, does the calculations. She's like, oh, I'm never late. And I'm like, well, you are now because you were too late <laughs> to think about having sex with an alien unprotected. And she's like, you could have gotten me pregnant, you asshole. And I was like, hey, there's two I people. Like, I was like, that was consensual. That was consensual. And you were the one that was like, you can't get me she's pregnant. She's like, I'm not on birth control. I'm like, well, you know what, Georgie? One, you're on an alien planet. But two... I will, okay, so mainly I wanted Georgia to maybe th- think about the consequences of the pregnancy more, like how it could be dangerous for her. Yeah. You know, this is interspecies mating. That's also before she got the queen. Yeah. So I felt like even if even if she didn't, because I know that, that one moment you showed me where she was like, fuck, when she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. But I was like, even if there was... A little bit something more like fear or, you know, because it's a big deal. It was yeah. just kind of treated like it wasn't a big deal. I'm like, well, you're pregnant with an alien baby. Or it's highly implied that you are. It's highly implied. Therefore, a little bit more of a freak out. Even <laughs> when she tells the other girl, she's like, I think I might be pregnant. The other girls are like, okay. <laughs> Seriously, because like right after that, like they go and like the, the men of the tribe like go to the monster or beast. Yeah. And they, they kill to, it. To get the queen. To get the queen, to put inside the girls, because they decided, you're like, you know, I, I think that's a pretty, like, fair, some, like, a fair choice to make. Yeah. You know, like, we can either spend our lo- the rest of our lives, which is, like, the next day, figuring out how <laughs> the spaceship hours. works. Yeah. Or we can get this and survive. So I was like, mm, I get for it. For having the will to live, you know? For, yeah. <laughs> it's a fair for, choice. For those who. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just, like, she just, like, thinks that, but, like, it's like you said, she's kind of, like, brushing them off. She's just like, oh, no, I'm pregnant. Okay. On to the next thing. On to the next thing. <laughs> Time to get queen. I thought the queen was an interesting idea. Because, one, it not only serves as a plot point in getting Georgie and them to stay, for them having to make a decision to cement their roles and their lives on not Hoff. But also, I just thought it was an interesting idea how the atmosphere is toxic, slowly kills you. You have to adapt to this relationship with this little worm to survive. 
that warm kind of talks to you and resonates through you. Makes your eyes blue. Makes your eyes blue. Want a little eye color change? Easy way to do it. (laughs) Get a queen. But I thought it was a unique idea. Like, I'd never heard anything about that. Um, And it was something that felt alien in the sense that you kind of have to get this little... You have to have a relationship with a little worm thing. But symbiotic. Yes, thank you. I could not think of that word. I was like, I know there's a word for this, and it's not parasite, but the symbiotic symbiotic relationship. Um that it still felt sci-fi, but I could also understand it. It wasn't too complex of an idea. It still it worked within the story. No, I liked it. I it was a really good sci-fi element to add because I mean in the front of the book it says it's a science fiction romance. And that's exactly what you get. You get the science fiction and you get the romance. You get the worms and the dick. Yeah. That, oh. You know, Uh. I I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it was was kind of, you kind of got best of both worlds in this one. Like. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, Ruby Dixon did a good job of, like, making it easy to understand. Making it flow. Making the world like like she kind of like did everything right. Yeah, yeah, all the elements of the story are correct. Mm-hmm. It fulfills on what it promises. It is a science fiction romance. You have the romance. You have the getting down and dirty in the caves, but you also have the kind of extraterrestrial strangeness, one could say, yeah. to make it memorable, to make it stand out. Also, the dick has a ridge on it and a spur, so. There's that too. <laughs> if you're if that's that. a spe- if that's a selling point. <laughs> um, but at the very end of the book, as I recall, basically they do it again. <laughs> yeah, Georgian Bechtel. She got against her queen. the rock. Yeah. yeah, she got her queen. I guess like she was really horny. Like she's as like, like now I feel what you feel. Yeah, you know this. This particular, this final sex scene in the book really reminded me that he has a tail. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> well, because Georgie's like, hey, let's try a new position. And Mechtel's like, I've never done this position before. There's always been a tail involved. <laughs> a tail gets in the way of things. Oh. And for me, though, kind of the humorous part is that they're doing it on this rock. And in the distance, they see that the spaceship, the original spaceship that kidnapped Georgie and the rest of the girls, flies down and then flies off. Like, it thinks that all the girls died and stuff. Or, like, that's the assumption. Yeah, that's the assumption. Um, But that, they're just having sex while that happens. Like, it's kind of a big deal to know that the aliens think the girls are dead, essentially, and they fly off. But they're just having sex during this huge kind of, like, during the finale, the conclusion. And I don't know. I was, like, unexpected. (laughs) Um, I guess it's a form of multitasking. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just, I mean, it was mentioned before, like, what if one of the girls, I think, like, voiced their concern over the aliens like what if they come back yes you know and like that was kind of like kind of the overarching threat kind of so like it wasn't like the immediate one but it was kind of like you said the overarching kind of like the looming like back of your head Mm -hmm. keep this in mind 
And so, like, like you said, they're just kind of, like, doing it on a rock. And, like, you know, there's all, like, the the, the erotica things that happen. Like, oh, I, I, I sighed with pleasure, right? And then I was just like, and then I see something in the corner of my eye. And she sees, and then they just kind of continue. Well, because they, they stop, and they kind of watch it, and they're like, okay, back to it. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Basically, and that's the end. And that's, that's the end. That's, that's the end. Actually, I was surprised uh, that was, well, okay, I, it makes sense where the book ended. But I suppose, and maybe it could have been that, it could have been because they were having sex during it, but the abruptness of it kind of took me off guard. Like, all of a sudden I turned the page and it's the end of the book, and I was like, oh! Okay. Okay. (laughs) You're safe now. I don't know if that matters, because you're clearly busy. (laughs) You're preoccupied. But I mean, you know what? I think, I think that was fitting, you know? That an erotica end with with the sex scene. Yeah. It starts with sex. I guess it really didn't. It started with an abduction. But it, it ended didn't. with sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, over like I mean, I've said this once and twice and maybe like five times. But, <laughs> like, I was very pleasantly surprised when I read this book. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. Uh, really how to scale it against anything else, I feel like, to really say, like, oh, this is the best of its genre. I'd have to read more of the erotica genre. I'm not sure I want to, but, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think I can say that personally, but I thought it was a really good book. It was fleshed out. The ideas were there. The ideas were understandable. The plot have had movement. Uh, the goals were fulfilled. There was an actual drive. There was logic behind choices mm-hmm. well except the pregnancy one except the pregnancy one but like plot wise i mean it wasn't that the pregnancy one was lacking logic i mean okay well it was just lacking common sense common sense yeah yeah but again like it's an erotican space like what you gonna do what you gonna do i would say if you like eroticas this is definitely a story for you because it's a story and it has sex. Like you get, you kind of get invested. You do. All of a sudden I'm like, Vectal, what if Georgie does go back on the little space vessel that goes to the stars? What's going to happen to you? What's going to happen to you? You're just a simp soft boy. (laughs) (laughs) You're just a simp daddy soft boy. (laughs) Um, But I also feel like if maybe, you know, you want to get into the romance genre, erotica, that if you kind of wanted like an entry level book, give this one a try. Because it is sweet and it is thought out. But it's also not, I feel like, maybe as intense as other eroticas. I mean, like I said, I'm just kind of guessing in that regard. But that if you kind of just want to try it out, why not have some sex in space? Why not? Why not? Well, STDs and pregnancy, but other than that, other why than not? that, why not? Oh, one last really no, actually, never mind, never mind. Oh, what was it? I was just gonna be like, even though he's a sim soft boy, I didn't really like Vectal, and I think it's because he was huge. You did like him? I did not. Oh, because he was big. Because he was seven feet. Well, yeah, because you know how I usually like I'm like soft boys are like my weak spot. Yeah. You know? 
it, he just didn't do it for me. Like, I think it's because he was huge. Because <laughs> he was seven feet tall. Yeah. Actually, though, okay, I sometimes forget in the story that set, that Bechtel is seven feet tall. And then I'm like, how would that work? Because, like, if Georgie wants to kiss him, for example, does she need to do a ropes course to even reach <laughs> his lips? I mean, like, if even if you stand on, your, like, your tippy toes, I feel like she'd have to, like, hook her arms and, like, pull herself up. Yeah. Like, which, pull up, gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, Vecto's nice. He would bend down, probably. But then he has to bend down all the way to his knees because, you know, she's that small. <laughs> Well, she's probably, I mean, like, so what's two feet? Like. Because let's say she's average height, right? What is that? Five, five four? Five, five-ish. Okay. And he's. Imagine two feet. <laughs> and then he is. Seven feet. Seven feet. Is it less distance than I think? Am I blowing it out of proportion? I feel like it's, like, right under his chest. That's her head? Yeah. That's so small. I think. You know, when uh, Georgie was backpacking, essentially, Vectal, I kept thinking of the one scene in Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> with Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Shorshi. <laughs> little, little Yoda. I, I was going to say maybe more people would watch Star Wars if, if it was like this story, but Star Wars is popular enough that it doesn't need it. Popular enough. It's one of the biggest <laughs> successes in movie yeah. industry. Of... Yeah. Thank you all so much for joining us in today's in-depth discussion about Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. We hope that you will join us in our upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the series and follow us on social media. On both Twitter and Instagram, we go by the handle at Kiwi and the Bird. And remember, like a library, at Kiwi and the Bird, shh, happens. If you made it this far, get ready for some bloopers. I've heard that guys don't know how to put hair in a towel like that. Which I'm like, it's not a mystical art. Like, what do you, like, what, you, you don't know what tampons do? You don't Wait, know how to... <laughs> Oh, I thought you were relating a tampon to a towel. And I was like, I think they have different functions. <laughs> well, they both absorb. Oh. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I mean, like... I, I stand corrected. <laughs> And remember the team with that. I walk in, I don't have shoes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When I walk on by, girls be looking like damn, you fly. <laughs> I skip to the beat, walking down the street with my new La Freak. Yeah. Also, he kind of had a mullet. Like, he a did kind of have, he had like a medieval mullet. <laughs> Spider hands, spider hands. Also, can we just talk about how Liz was just like immediately has sex with Rahash? Well, let's talk about how Rahash saw Liz and was like, I'm taking her, bye. And Georgie's like, what about Troy's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but guess what, guess what? Guess what? what? I bought myself a mattress. Okay. Oh my gosh, Katie. I know, that's why I've been so busy. You're so oh. adult. I was, no, I went with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maxie is weenie, I'd be like, ah! Oh, like to choose to have. Oh, you would choose to get the worm over having sex with an alien. Oh, yeah, 100%. I would, yeah, I'd do the same. I'd just be like. Unless if the alien and I, like, really connected. <laughs> <laughs> like, unless there's just, like, chemistry, like, <laughs> undeniable. Kylie Jenner said that her celebrity crush was Bill Nye. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? Was she kidding? No. I mean, no offense to Bill Nye, but... And well, and then for the longest time, she thought I had made up the Donde Está La Biblioteca. <laughs> I was like, oh no, that's a, off a TV show Kami showed me. And my mom's like, you didn't make that up? <laughs> I'm like, you thought that just one day that I was like, Donde Está La Biblioteca. Like, why would I ever do that? <laughs> But then I was like, I get it. (laughs) But see, okay, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. A boyfriend is an outsider. Yeah, you don't belong here. You cannot question sisterly involvement. No, if I call her a bitch-ass fucker, (laughs) you let it happen. (laughs) I figured out, though, that uh, I'm not really good at creating insults. Like, some people are like, oh, you're such a... Truck driver. I don't know. <laughs> like, if you proved your point. Yeah. <laughs> example. Like, I, I only really, if I was, if I insult someone, and when I say when I insult, I'm more so me, like, if I'm talking to my sister, <laughs> that I'll be like, oh, yeah, hey, bitch ass hoe. <laughs> but I, I can't really go much outside of the swearing. Oh. Because some people are like, oh, you're a, you're a, a floor sniffer, you know? I think I called my sister a rusted butter knife once. See? Exactly <laughs> my point. That's creative. I can only call you a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> I like that one. But that right there, that's memorable. Shakespearean. Sock monkey abuser. See? <laughs> exactly. How do you do that? For me, I'm like... I think... Of, no, you have to think of a random object. Okay. And then... An uncommon adjective. Oh. Dishwasher. Harry. Harry dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, see? There you go. You Harry dishwasher. Hey, you stupid slimy sidewalk. <laughs> but Taylor, you're really good with one-liners. Like, you just, like, pick things out real quick. Like, I think it might have to do with the fact that you watched The Office at a young age. <laughs> um, Pocahontas Wait. is all natural, bitch. Yeah, well, okay? I'm sorry. She lives... In a native land. <laughs> you are really, like, Taylor, like, you're really good at coming up with things. Oh, thank you. Like, you microphone <laughs> sucker. <laughs> I'm like, are you keep trying? You always hesitate after the thing. Like, you ranted lollipop. How? How? <laughs> Gadoosh, kaboosh, kaboosh. Gadoosh, It sounds like a hydraulic press meets garbage truck meets soup. Gadoosh, kaboosh. It has its own gravity. It hits a reverb that I didn't even know was possible. Like, how does this song do it? Sorry, can you call us daddy? (laughs) Oh, what's that? Oh, I can't hear you over our professionalism. (laughs) 
that if I don't attach my anxiety to something, I don't remember it. That's honestly fair, because if there's one good thing about anxiety, it makes you remember something. Yeah. Like, me with locking my car, I'm like, did I lock my car? <laughs> did I lock my car? Did I- I'm like, shit! <laughs> I've locked my car! <laughs> if anything, being anxious is like having, having a personal assistant who's really you. annoying. Yeah. And like, kind of mean. Yeah. And outstays their welcome. And you fired them, but they still come around. And they're like, get off your ass, ho. We'd be good gossipers, you know? <laughs> like, you know in those stories, like, the people who, like, know everything? Like, gossip to Well, everybody. the funny thing is that anything we know is delayed for about three years. <laughs> like, we're like, oh, that happened in high school? <laughs> True. 